You say you're the king of this and you're the king of that. You're the king of dogs. Hitting some good shots on Tom here. He's landing some big oh. shots. Best in the game. Best in the game. Ooh. <laughs> you think you can beat me in a boxing match, do you? He's covering oh up. Oh, my God. That is dead. Oh, Dark choke. Dark choke set up from Devin Stanley. They're like the Spartans in 300. Teddy Atlas here. It's the New Line Podcast with Keith No and Elijah Thacker. We have returned, and today we are here with the heathen king himself, Thorin Hensley, my friend, my amigo, my... I don't know what we are, man. What do you Top think we up. are? Oh. <clears throat> I don't know. I think there's some sexual tension that's going on. I think there's a lot of stuff going on between me and Thorin. <laughs> yeah, it was a little awkward there before we hit record. So, <laughs> what's up, boys? How you doing, buddy? Uh, hanging in there, I suppose. Now we've walked into this episode. Usually, we've got a game plan. Usually, there's like we're going to talk about this stuff. This time we have no plan. What are you we talking about? What, what are you talking about? When we planned this podcast five minutes ago, yeah, we don't we don't have uh, <laughs> we don't have anything free balling. Um, yeah, we're free balling it. Man, what's your what's your brother? Uh, how's your brother doing? <laughs> uh, <laughs> how's old Chandler doing? You know, he's got that how's belt. How he got that belt. Didn't even have to punch anybody in the face. No, it was skill. I told him, I was like, you know, I've got more belts than you, but I don't think I've ever won one without punching somebody. So you got that on me. <laughs> no, that I think was, I, uh, he was more bummed out than anything. He, I he can was, tell, man. Like after after he broke the news to you guys, I, I could tell he was so just disappointed he didn't get to show all that he's worked on. Because everybody, you all have been telling me, like Chandler's a different guy now. And we've not gotten to see it yet. Oh yeah, he's the the amount of work that he put in because we initially was training for Chris. Remember that. So we weren't we weren't training for Austin running. We were training for Chris, and Chris is Chris is scary good. He's got a bunch of experience. He's older. You know, like we were taking this like Chandler was treating it like a world title fight. He was running. He was the amount of rounds that he put in was it was. He's a madman. You know, he'd get there before anybody else and leave like four hours deep, like 50, 50 rounds back. Like he uh, put so much work into this fight and uh, just to have it, it, it backfire in his face with, with the Chris injury. And, you know, as soon as it was announced that it was Austin Runyon, he kind of kind of deflated a little bit, which, you know, for obvious reasons, we were kind of nervous. Yeah. Um, never, never would I have ever heard of expected him to actually show up and then back out. Right. Well, that's the thing, you know, before the fights, we were like, where's Runyon? Where the hell's Runyon? And then was he was cool. here and we thought, okay, we're golden. We're good. He paid for his license. He paid for his, his little buddy's cornerman's license. I was like, okay. I was fully expecting, the, you know, like my cat's uncle's goldfish died, so I can't be there. So, but when he showed up, I was like, I'll be damned if it isn't Slim Shady himself. <laughs> and then him and Chandler talked. They cut it up for a while. I wasn't really paying I was occupied. 
but uh yeah it uh it, it blew me away i was kind of at a loss for words and then obviously chandler blew his top yeah so Chandler normally is such a calm, cool, collected guy. It's not like we've ever seen him lose his cool at the fights before. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, I would have been just as mad as him, though. Like, you, you work yeah. your ass off. That's your opportunity. That's your title shot. And then you don't get to fight. I'm glad he got to walk away with the belt. I think it would have yeah. been an absolute tragedy if he hadn't yeah yeah i i i, I mean because we drove it was four hours on the dot pretty much from us um and then the hotels and all that stuff i mean on top of all this the hotel wouldn't flush and i laid a fucking a demon down before we left <laughs> so he was pissed off about that going down to the fight He's like, you gotta fix that when we get back. I was like, I'll try. <laughs> That's what I can do, bro. So on top of him not uh, not fighting, we get back to the hotel. And he was like, God damn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll fix that for you. <laughs> oh, it was rough, dude. Oh boy. No, but I mean, we've already announced that James is the next fight. Uh, yeah. They were supposed to fight way back when Chandler got COVID, so didn't get it there, but. James is good. I know James will show up. Yeah. Um, and he's he's hungry. He's been wanting to get at Chandler. I think every fucking Blankenship's wanting to get at Chandler at this point. I'm just they are work. There's a it's there's a few of them probably still in high school. So we're waiting when they get 18. They're yeah. gonna be no. as as they it's that, coming you know, like a uh, Hatfield McCoy style feud between <laughs> Sakuraba and the Gracies kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, Chandler versus the Blankenships. He's the Blankenship hunter. This is a trilogy. <laughs> and you know, you know James really well. You've seen James fight a lot now. Oh, yeah. How do you see this fight going? Like I know you like it, your opponent's way more familiar than most of the guys you've faced before. Uh well, yeah, we've we've watched I, as soon as Chandler like as soon as James hinted around that he was gonna come back to cruiserweight. See, I have this weird obsession with boxing. So, like, when I'm here at night by myself, I, I just put on NLC shit and start watching people around the weight class. So I watched it a long time ago, figuring that maybe one day that would be a potential matchup, and now it is. So, it's kind of paid dividends because we know how James Blankenship fights. We know how Matt Blankenship fights. And we know how Chris Blankenship fights now. And I don't see – and this isn't any disrespect, really um, – it's going to come off disrespectfully, but I don't mean it that way. Um, they haven't evolved. They all box the same as they did six months ago. Same as they did maybe for Chris a year ago. They all look the same. They haven't showed anything new. They haven't showed anything different. And Chandler has been a chameleon, so to speak. His first fight looked different from the second fight, looked different from his third fight, looked different from what it was going to be his fourth fight. And he was a, he's a totally different reinvented fighter now than he was back then. Yeah. And I think that people people watch his third fight that Jeffrey Holsinger kid, and they're like, "Oh well, you know, he, like me personally, oh he's got a lot of openings. Oh he throws too much body and leaves his head." And like Chandler is so much farther past all that. Like we we cycle rounds in. Well, we were um, we were cycling rounds in with him. Like me, Tim Dunn, both professionals, both of us have a world of experience, and he's pushing us, which is. Crazy because you got to think Chandler 
I mean, I worked in mids with a little fat kid when Chandler had titties back in the day. I should upload that picture and show you guys what Chandler looked like when he was like 10. Chipmunk ass boy. Nothing like the <clears throat> I just got out of the pen version that he's on now. It's That's like an Alexander, Alexander Emilianenko look. Yeah. Yeah, he said he, he said he used his fuel because I always made fun of him for eating Hot Pockets and having titties. So now he had to get like real hot and get a bunch of tattoos and stuff and be like a heartthrob and shit. I'm just going to say it. I don't think Chandler Carver looks scary. I think he's a very scary man, but I think he looks like a SoundCloud rapper. <clears throat> I mean, <clears throat> you would yeah. be the first. Who, um, like a, a couple people asked Chandler when his mixtape was dropping. You know, <laughs> for other people, he gets Jack Harlow a lot, like a thug Jack Harlow, because obviously Jack Harlow is not as tatted as Chandler is. But I can see that. Um, I'm oh. gonna have to not give him a hard time though, because he's getting scarier and scarier. <laughs> you know, when you guys came down to Underdog, I didn't even realize he was your brother. I didn't know who he was, and like he seemed like just some kid, but now he's like, I didn't realize what a murderer he was. So it's been fun watching him evolve. Yeah. I, I, I love it. I, I, I never, if you had asked me two years ago, if we would be where we are now, I would say you're higher than draft pussy. And that's high brother. Um, I just never, I never expected him to evolve the way that he did. I never expected him to, to take to it the way that he did because our middle brother, I don't know if you guys have ever seen him, the little guy, the little dark complected, like little boy that's with us all the time at our fights. That's our, that's our middle brother. He was a junior Olympic champion with me back in the day. You know, he fought, he, he fought, uh, he fought Justin Sampson. He fought all those cats, the, the Zach Bartrams, the, the Shaden Whites, which you, I don't think you guys know any of them. Why, why, have I, why do I not know who this man is? I think, don't want this, I think you're making this up. I don't think he's real. in video evidence. He's, he's a bad <laughs> motherfucker. He ha, he's had 15 fights himself. But um, he as soon as we started all this back, he came and sparred like one time. Because he, uh, he's like, I don't, I don't like the way you're training Chandler. I don't like the way you're training Chandler. And I was like, I think it works, you know. He's like, well, I was like, come to the gym sometime, see what you got. And Justin is a veteran. Like I said, he's better in a 15 fights. Um, junior Olympic champion, Golden Gloves champion back in the day. And um, I don't want to say Chandler put it all over him, but Justin sure couldn't do anything with him. And that's Chandler is Justin's big brother. So he's the littlest okay. one in our family, but he's the, he's the bigger brother. So it was like. It was humbling, and, and I think that gave Chandler a knock of confidence because Justin had always tortured Chandler <laughs> along with me when we were little. So the screw flips. Now Chandler's beating my ass these days, and it's just like, I mean, if I can beat your ass, I can beat Justin's ass. You know, it is what it is. I just, uh, I, I, I want Chandler to be tested. I know I shouldn't say that because I'm his coach and I'm his brother, but at the same time, the Jeffrey Holsinger fight, that kid had a ton of heart. I'm not going to talk one bad word about Jeffrey Holsinger. But he didn't bring it to Chandler yeah. at all. Um, Matt Blo brought it to Matt Block. Matt brought it to Chandler, but Chandler wasn't where Chandler needed to be. You know what yeah. I'm saying? The the rounds and all the experience. You know, we went up to Matt Adams' gym. Chandler sparred James Dodd, um, and he's a monster. He's currently courting for you guys' heavyweight belt at uh, for the amateurs. He's a monster. Matt Adams yeah. obviously is a monster. Uh, and Chandler's been with all these guys, and he hangs right there with them. Yeah. So that's just—I don't think—I don't think anybody in that cruiserweight division. Not to say that they don't put in the work. I just don't think that they have—they don't have the resources that that we have, and they don't have. Um, 
I don't know. They got families and stuff like that, and it's Chandler's just work, gym, work, gym, work, gym. That's all the kid does. And he started lifting weights too. On top of that, so now he's like got even more power. Yeah, that's the one thing that sets him apart from everybody. Is he's just so fucking strong. I'm a weak. Bitch. Chandler's not the only scary guy there at Ethan Clan. You got Tyler Gerald coming up in the ranks yeah. too, and we've seen him fight twice now. Both guys he's fought looked absolutely terrified before the fight was over. Yeah, he has that. Honestly, I think that's the only time I've ever seen that calling fights live, where a guy you can tell just wants the fuck out of there. Yeah, yeah. Trust me, I, I, I've uh, I've been on the receiving end of those more times than I'd like to imagine, and I. I at I, I like to contribute that to uh, some significant recent memory loss because that dude absolutely throws hammers. It's not fair that to, for somebody to be that large. And when you when you say his stats, you know, like six six, like three twenty, you don't expect that when it shows up. You don't expect fucking science experiment that somebody was fucking around with. Actually, I, I think we need to get Omari because look up younger pictures of the Undertaker. He looks. Just like Tyler, red hair and all. He had actually had to dye his hair. Tyler looks like he just stepped off a Viking longship, and he's getting ready to kill you and everybody you know. Yeah, pretty much. That's the uh, that's the vibe. They, that's what they called him up at Ohio State was this big giant Viking dude, because he would just get so mad and so angry and just it's such an efficient like killing machine. And what's it like training a guy like that who's been an athlete in another sport at the top, almost the top level? Um, it's really easy. Kind of click for him more naturally. Yeah, it's super. It was super easy for the transition for Tyler because he he is no stranger to big shows. He's no stranger to um, the limelight. He's no stranger to high intensity workouts like that. You know. Um, we had to work on his cardio a little bit, but he's gotten, I mean, what do you throw punches for a minute and a half straight? He didn't really look that tired to me, but. Well, I think the only thing we've, we, I don't think we've really seen the real Tyler Gerald yet. You know, he had so long in between that first fight and then this, this last one. I think we still saw a lot of that uh, first fight jitters and like adrenaline. I think once he gets calm in there, I don't know how anybody's going to deal with it. Yeah. Because, uh, Obviously, in the gym, he looks like a totally different fighter. I'm looking forward to uh, getting him a match where you know he hits somebody and they're not wanting to quit. You know, yeah, you know, they want to stick him. You know, hit him back, move, make you know, make it a fight. Yeah, that that James Dodd fight's really interesting. <clears throat> yeah, because of that reason, uh, you know, I, I've trained with James Dodd, and he's a he's an amazing person. He's an amazing human being. I love James Dodd to death. Um. So it was, it's kind of hard for me to try to train against him, but mm-hmm. um, that is a fight that Tyler does want, you know, eventually. Um, but right now, he's uh, he wants your kickboxing. He's not yep. really so. What? That's the thing, though. Like at the top of that division, heavyweight kickboxing right now, who is there? The only person I could see hanging with Tyler there is Rick Randolph. Rick's got Rick's got the uh, championship belt at uh, two thirty five, and 
Watts has the uh, super heavyweight title, the 236 and up division. Or, you know, I think uh, the man Rick Randolph just defeated for that title, Chase Stafford and Mr. Gerald would be an excellent fight. I know Stafford might be dropping down, though. Yeah, yeah Stafford's I- going. Yeah, he's not. you're not going to see him fighting up there anymore. Um, well, you know, that's a guy who his natural weight class should be light heavyweight. He's a 205-er. He's just had a hell of a lot of trouble finding fights. Same situation as Tyler. And you saw him. He stepped up against heavyweight and fought a true heavyweight in Randolph with a lot more experience, and it didn't go his way. Yeah, Stafford's a guy that's, uh, you know, he had that really good, that that highlight finish, and then it kind of hurt his career because after that, for a long time, nobody would fight him. Yep. Um, It happened there. There were times I had him fights matched up, and then guys would find that highlight video. So um, I decided after that I'm going to quit wasting my time, and that's the first thing I'm showing people. <laughs> you know, if I, you know this, that I have this guy available. This, you know, this is uh, you want to see video footage? Here you go. I send that nine second knockout video because I don't want them thinking I'm hiding that from them and backing out later. But. Uh, you know, and I think I think Tyler Gerald's kind of in the same situation now. Yeah. You see how damn big he is, and then you see his last two fights. It's going to be tough to find that guy fight. I think we're going to have yeah. to maybe start looking outside of our normal uh, sphere, pulling some guys in from out of town to come in and fight our giant. Yeah, I have a feeling guys are going to be just, like, giving up belts and passing on that fight. Like, you know, he can have it. That's what, what I had. I, I'm not I'm – not Back to Michael Watts, world of stuff going on. uh, Well, yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. Michael Watts, our current kickboxing champion, I believe uh, he's missing in action right now. Nobody's heard from him. Literally nobody. I'm a little bit worried. None of our buddies at Underdog have heard from Watts. I I talked to him a little bit there. Um, I know he's going into the military. I figured that might be what's going on. He's going back to the military. And he said, I won't be online much when I am, so. So, um, I believe we may have seen the end of old Michael Watts for now, anyway, yeah. which is a shame because he's a great fighter, and I do think him and Tyler would be a hell of a scrap. You know who I be who I think would answer that call though, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I just I know he's coming off a sensational fight with um, Dalen Jensen, and he has experience mm-hmm. in boxing. That's a great fight. And I yeah. do believe Nick Fisher is the type of man who would take that fight. He's oh, a dog. He is a dog. And I told him, he's like, who's left? Because he was asking me, he's like, who's left? He's like, hell, this should have been for the title. He's like, Watts, Watts is off doing his own thing. He's like, he's like, there's no kick. There's no super heavyweight kickboxers. I said, I, I agree. There's one guy. I said, there's two people you could fight. I said this before the, the Larry Gillespie fight was even thing. I was like, Larry Gillespie has been begging people to kickbox him. I talked to him numerous times. He's like, yeah, he's like, I just want to kickbox. So there was the first option, obviously a giant as well. So check that, Mark. And then it was Nick Fisher. And I said, Nick Fisher is probably not much of a kickboxer. He can throw some good kicks. He's got boulders for leg, and the dude is tough. And he's yeah. not going to stop coming. He's one of those guys that I don't think he would get in the ring with Tyler and be scared, or if he was scared, he wouldn't show it. And he wouldn't fight like he was scared. Fisher's always been his worst enemy, you know, coming into fights out of shape. You know, he's yeah. a guy, he'll fight anybody. It, it, if I call him right now, you know, hey, Nick, you know, we got Deontay Wilder. He needs to fight tomorrow. He's, <laughs> I'll be there, boss. So, yeah, that's uh, a new trick. <laughs> <Notice> that. <laughs> What's that? 
that's a trend. Did you notice that? I inboxed yeah. the, the other night. I told him I need to get my life right and get a destroyer gray Dodge Durango. And then uh, some other local heavyweight pros decided they was going to do that too. You know, I think uh, one thing I wanted to talk a little more about that Gillespie and Gerald fight for one reason. I don't know if you guys got to know Gillespie at all. No, he didn't stick around at all. I was trying to talk to him. That's the thing. I know Tyler and I know Gillespie, and I actually think those guys would get along really well. Yeah, yeah. Tyler said that he was. He was. Uh, he said something to him, and he didn't. He couldn't make it out because everything was so loud. And then uh, Larry was gone. Like Tyler wanted to get pictures and all kinds of stuff like that. Gone. I enjoyed seeing a little bit of Larry kickboxing because I do think he looked more comfortable kickboxing than he did boxing when we saw him against Odin. He had some interesting, like, uh, traditional martial arts kicks. But, dude, he's up against a damn giant. Yeah. He's a giant, but it's a different level of giant. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's crazy. I don't know, damn, I, damn though, dude, Gillespie might be taller than uh, Gerald. I believe he is. He is. He was. I guess I guess it's not the giant thing. I just think maybe uh, old Gerald's an animal. The thick. You know, you see those you see those old swords like yes. hanging in museums, and you're like, what kind of a man could wield this sword? Because those things are like, it's yeah, in that six, the big it's six. Like, more. It's guys like it's like Gerald's ancestors, like guys like that. <laughs> a big six foot Gerald's seven, four hundred pound, great, great, yeah. great grandfather, like William the Red or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, I believe he came, he came straight from Ragnar's nutsack somewhere. Yeah, yeah, he's, uh, he's, uh, and he's the when I first met Tyler Gerald, it's a funny story. I was I was uh, sixteen years old. I just won uh, West Virginia State Championship. I just won Golden Gloves. Like I was on top of the world. Um. And my little brother, well, Chandler's friends, actually, um, came up to me and said, oh, there's this kid, he's a, he's a bully, um, he broke my skateboard, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, like, he's bigger than you. And I was like, I was the neighborhood, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Denzel Washington. You were the enforcer. Yeah, yeah. Good enforcer. I was like, bring his ass down here. Here comes Tyler Gerald, probably about six foot four at the time. Walks up on me. I was like, "Hey, what's up, buddy?" He's like, "Hey, how's it going?" He's like, "Sup? You like to like box? You like to fight, man?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll box." Came out trying to rip my head off, and I was like, "Oh yeah, baby." I probably beat him for about. Uh, I this is bad because um, I'm not like this anymore. By the way, I probably beat on him for about thirty minutes before he finally quit. Um. And uh, he's sitting on a bucket. I went and got him a water. And I was, I was going to come up and be like, you shouldn't bully people and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, buddy. He's like, that guy was the hardest ass open I've ever think I've had in my 12 years of being alive. And I was like, you said 12? You like 12? <laughs> he up, yeah, I'm, 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 at, I'm this guy's age. And I was like, and I look over at them and they're like. How old were you? 16. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, please don't call the cops. Uh, they said you were 17. They're like, oh, yeah, fuck those guys. They, they turned off my game, so I threw their skateboard out the window. And I was like, uh, <laughs> so they were messing with him. They were poking the fucking bear uh, broke him, son. We've been best friends so ever since. It turns out that Tyler Gerald wasn't a bully. He oh, just no, got he's, he's still a bully. He's 100%. He still bullies me. 
He he's just I, a he's a, but he's a he's a boy. He just that's his personality. He's just he's a big <laughs> guy, and a lot of people take him that way. They're like, oh, he's scary, you know. My favorite th my favorite thing was somebody's being stupid. He just looks at him like dead stares. He's like, You're fucking stupid. You know that? And they get <laughs> out. They're like, sorry, and man. They're, they're like, I know, but he's <laughs> sorry. He's, He's one of the nicest, most genuine, most wholesome, funny people you'll ever meet. Like, if you were in our group chat and some of the things we've said, he made a meme. And I'm, I'm sorry, Alex. I'm sorry, dude. He made a meme of Alex um, in Carter's fight. And it is so fucking funny. Every time I see it, I've almost pissed myself. I'll send it to one of you guys. It's fucking hilarious. I'm sorry, Alex, but you're very memeable, dog. <laughs> Memeable. You know, at first it's funny you say that. Like, I didn't know how to read Tyler. Like when I met him in Baileysville, he was so intense, and like, dude, he scared the shit out of me. I'll just say that. Like, I was like, I don't want to be around this guy. He does not look very approachable. Like, no, I like the first time I saw him, I, I don't think we even spoke. I was like, <laughs> yeah, there's that big giant they were talking about. I never, I never even said hi to him. Well, I just knew I saw him walking oh, around Jake. backstage, and I was thinking, like, this is why I'm not in this heavyweight tournament. <laughs> oh, Jason Worth bit him off a piece at the Baileysville Brawl. That shit was funny as hell. I ain't got nothing against but I, I remember, I believe I had to stop you from killing Jason Workman at that event. Maybe. I, everybody's yeah. everybody's nerves and levels were spiked there. Pretty sure, pretty sure Chandler was ready to fight everybody that night, but... Jason came in there and said something, and Tyler stood him. Like he said, like everybody just needs to calm down right now. Or like Tyler thought he, Jason was saying, "I'm going to kick you the fuck out of here." And Tyler's like, "Come fucking do it then." And Jason was like, "Jason's a big guy too, and he he, he turned small real fast." He's like, "Hey, I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean it like that." He, to, he took one step forward, and Jason shrunk about seven inches. I was like, "Oh shit, hell yeah." It's fun to have a pet bear, son. It is. I get pissed off with somebody. I just kind of like look up. Like Chandler dipped out. I was getting ready for my fight. Chandler dipped out, and I was like, Tyler, please go with him. Make sure nobody tries to fight him, or he don't try to fight anybody. You're like, come on it. And whole, the whole shadow. And I was like, Sweet. well, that's the thing. Like once you get to know Tyler, though, he is the coolest, most humble, down to earth guy. He loves music. Like I've sat and talked to him about music, and he's just an yeah, interesting cat. Like, like behind his giant exterior, there's an intellectual underneath. Oh yeah, he's I'll tell you what. What really shocked me was, you know, when the referee told him to, you know, continue, and Tyler just kind of stopped and was like, like you know, Larry, Larry didn't want to fight, and, and Tyler saw that, but I don't, I don't think the ref saw it at first. Like Larry wasn't even looking at him. Here's how yeah, much Tyler was telling me. He was like, he was, he was like, he was saying he couldn't see. I didn't want to hit him anymore after that. Yeah. Here's how big of a heart Tyler has. That first fight he had with uh, Chase Roberts, he felt um, Chase Roberts' dad, I guess, was or grandpa uh, was super fucking mad. Obviously, what just happened, um, and he was screaming at Tyler, and Tyler was just like, "Hear nothing," was the adrenaline and shit, and he was just. He smiled and waved, thinking, you know, like, whatever. And dude was, like, mad, mad. Um, Tyler felt bad about what happened, so he, like, went through the, the grapevine of social media to find Chase Roberts, get a hold of his number, and, like, talk to him, and, like, hey, man, you did a really good job, this and that. 
you know, please don't give it up. Not everybody's like me. You're not going to run into a lot of me's out there. Like he went that extra mile just to tell him like, you know, you did a good job. Please don't quit. Keep, keep like he took yeah. all hard. Like he, he's not, he's not a big asshole. He is a big asshole, but he's not, you know, that kind of asshole. He's a good guy. He's absolutely fucking terrifying in that fucking ring. He's going to have to get me Chase Roberts' contact information. I've been wanting to get that guy back, man. Like he he needs to. Uh, I've been wanting I've been wanting to get him in there against somebody that's not like Tyler. Because I mean, dude, Chase showed a ton of heart. I mean, how many times did he get up that fight? Four. You could tell. Uh, you could tell like he didn't want to quit, but he just yeah. didn't know how to win against this guy. And like, he dude, tried. I couldn't imagine being in that position. Oh yeah. Like Every, nothing you do works, and this guy's a giant, and he's twice your speed. And then, you fought, you fought a lot for him, but I don't. I, I'd say you've never been in a spot where you're like, I can't win this. I can't beat this guy. I do not have the tools to do it. I had oh shit, I had one Tyler Gerald fight. <laughs> one 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 Tyler Gerald style fight. It was in Indiana. Dude was six foot six. He uh, he played. Um, I think he played for Penn State actually. Um, I don't know. He was a big football guy too. Um, and it was supposed to be, I wasn't even supposed to fight. It was like one of those like, ha ha he moments. Uh, it was regional golden gloves in 2012, I believe. And, uh, I wasn't, uh, they, like they said, you know, we don't go to match. And then all of a sudden I see this giant dude. Have you guys ever played fight night champion? Yes. Yes. Isaac I, Frost. I swear to God on my kid's life. This motherfucker <laughs> looked like a rent, uh, a great value. Isaac Frost. Shows up, buzz cut, matching sleeve tattoos on his arms. Six foot seven, weighed in at like 268 pounds. He was solid. He had like a 12 pack. He was throwing water on his chest and it took an hour to get through all the fucking creases. And I was like, what <laughs> the fuck is that thing? And they're like, oh shit. Uh, Travis showed up. His name was Travis Trapp with a T. And that, that motherfucker, he did exactly what Tyler does. It's the only other time I've ever seen anybody do that. That well, you know, because people rush people all the time, but it doesn't look that scary. It, it looked like a bear. When Tyler fights, it looked like a bear attacking somebody. And this is exactly what this dude did to me. He beat my ass, and we were, there were three-minute rounds, so I got my ass beat about three minutes. Straight. And I'll never forget, I came back to my, my corner, and my coach looked at me, and he was like, laugh. And I was like, well, what the fuck's so funny? Like, it, I got dropped. Uh, last time I got dropped, and he didn't really hurt me, but I just needed a breather, you know? So I took an intelligent knee and sat there and waited and stared at this fucker like, what did I get myself into? And uh, I remember being in the corner and he was laughing at me. Um, you know Pearl Dotson? Yep. Yes, sir. Steve Dotson. So if you know Steve, he's this old country boy, dude, laughing his ass off at me. And he was like, he's like, well, you won. He's like, what the fuck? Are you, are you high? What fight are you watching, dude? He's like, oh, look over there. And I popped my head over the shoulder and this dude, like, bad and i was like no fucking way he don't got no gas he's like you good and i was like i'm fine yeah brain damage but fine <laughs> i mean but even still travis trap wherever you are to this day you, you just don't got it like tyler gerald he's he's big he's fat and he hurts people all the time sparring he's like oh i'm sorry oh i'm sorry oh i'm sorry the funniest shit in the world is him and tim dunn sparring each other because you can't hurt tim Tim is a former juggalo, dude. You ever seen one of those people? Oh, the yeah. Back, the backyard wrestling with the beer bottles and the barbed wire and shit. 
Yeah, that's Tim Dunn, bro. You can't hurt that motherfucker. Well, you know, this is the perfect segue because we talked about Chandler. We talked about Tyler. That's the last man from your team I really needed to talk about. Tim Dunn. That guy's a scary man. We've not gotten to see him compete yet, and there's a reason for that. I don't think many people want to fight him. No, he has a list, too, and he's he's very um, persistent with his list. So with that grappling match, he called out six or seven different people, and all six or seven of them elected not to just grapple with him. Yeah. So now he wants to fight all mm-hmm. six or seven. That's his goal. Oh my gosh! So he, he they pissed him off, and now he's coming oh, after him. He wants to fight every single one of them. And I was I've like, "I've got a guy. I've got a guy right now wanting to fight him. I just needed to uh, talk to you guys about it. So, you know, we'll we'll do that when we get off here. We've been waiting a while. And, you know, everybody I've talked to that sparred with them, Eric Mon was telling me before his last fight. He said, you know, I've sparred with Thorne. I can I can deal with, you know, I can spar with Thorne. I can spar with Tyler, Gerald. He's like, but dude, when I spar with Tim Dunn, it's just not fun. Mm-mm. It's not fun for him. No, as high level as I am, you know, I, I've kind of figured him out a little bit, but it still sucks. That's what I was trying to tell Chandler. Chandler's like, what the fuck? Like, because Chandler's never experienced that type of experience. You always got those guys that can just show up and do 30 rounds. And so Tim's what I want you to do for the people who don't know, I want you to tell them who Tim Dunn is, and I want you to tell them what he brings to the table. Okay. <clears throat> Very well. One second. Let me, uh, I'm at the beach, by the way, down in San Francisco. Just, just living my fucking, living my best life. Um, I know yeah. you're really active in the uh, gay community down there. Of course. L- LGBTQ, I'm, I'm here for you. Um, my brother's gay, actually. So... Don't tell him I said that, though. Anyway, um, so Tim Dunn has been doing this um, for probably about 20 years. Um, he was in the backyard wrestling juggalo shit, um, and then he was like, man, I should just start fighting people. So he did, and turns out Tim Dunn was extremely, extremely good at fighting people. He, uh, he was the number one heavyweight in Ohio. Um, he won several amateur titles, then went pro, had some big fights at pro. Then he... Um, he took these fights as a boxer and Tim has never been a boxer. He'll tell you that he, his, his forte was always MMA. So he took some fights that he probably shouldn't have. Um, no training. I mean, one of his best, one of his best stories is he literally weighed in and got drunk as balls all night long and woke up and fought this Actually, Um, the dude he fought is still fighting. So maybe, maybe run that back eventually. Um, I believe it was Andrew Satterfield. That's who I believe it was. Um, he just fought Teddy Bear over the weekend. Yeah, and Tim took him to a decision, drunk as hell. So if that tells you, Andrew Satterfield, it's she's seen him fight. So I don't know, but uh, Tim's a tough cat. He's fought some big, big names. He's been like he's trained with the best of them. You know, he's got pitchers all the way down. Rampage Jackson, Ronda Rousey. He's been Travis Davis, Dan Spawn, all those guys. Like he's he's got major major props, uh, and he's just he's just been he he's like got our own spot. He's coming to training, you know. He's like don't do MMA ever again. I was like, all right, well. And then something something flicked in his head, and he was like, I want to box. 
He's like, box this person. I want to box that person. I want to box this person. And we finally got him cleared now, so he can fight. <laughs> like, who the fuck's going to fight him? And on paper, it's like, hell yeah, Tim's owned. <clears throat> That's an easy fight. That's an easy fight. So somebody, somebody, take Tim up on that fight. Well, we had we had him matched up recently, and then what? Like two, three weeks into that, the dude just backed out for no reasons. Yeah, Tim was going to avenge my 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 fall. I was fall. I fell from grace. Um, so Tim was going to step up and replace me, and uh, and then the, that fight just kind of fell apart. Yeah. So do you do you feel like you had much grace to begin with, though, buddy? I am one graceful motherfucker. That's all I am is graceful. That's that's one thing I think when I hear Thorne Hensley, I think grace. I treat, like dance. I treat it like a dance, and I love to dance. The problem is no one else can dance. Thorne Hensley, the lord of the dance. I'm the lord of the dance. That's what it is. I don't hit I hard. To, I used to troll the lord of the dance website back in the 90s. Pissed a lot of people <laughs> off. Let's hear about that. <clears throat> Honestly, I don't even remember. I was in eighth grade. And I used to go on, I used you see to go, angry go on their uh, on their message board talking trash, and uh, somehow they got my email address. And I like, I was my email was just flooded by Lord of the Dance fans. Like, <laughs> we're we're almost so a little, little four, I was a little fourteen year old punk man. <laughs> Just talking yep. trash about Lord of the Dance. All right. So I got about 8% of battery left here. We're running on fumes. I want to talk about Heathen Clan for the people who don't know. You know, <clears throat> oh, also, you talk about Tim Dunn fighting somebody drunk. What's up with all your guys fighting people and beating them up when they're drunk and looking great? Like Josh Bowling, same thing. It's a heathen thing, dude. Like it's the, a thing. Who doesn't who doesn't drink is, is Chandler. He's a child of God, and he he doesn't drink. He doesn't do any profanity stuff. He goes to church. <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. We're all just men, bro. Like that's the most manly shit you can do is drink beer and beat each other up. You Josh Bowling is like a is like one of these like bowlers that you know they get absolutely hammered and they're. You know, rolling a three hundred, but they come in sober, and it's like eighty. Yeah, but he, he's like that with boxing. Yeah, I and love. Yeah, I, I was literally telling him before he was like, I think it was one of his last fights. I was like, dude, you need to go take you a couple shots drunk, <laughs> before drunk your Josh, fight. Drunk Josh Bowling is like one of those legendary fighters, like TRT Vitor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not yeah. even the same. It's like two different characters. It's like when you when we do an NLC video game, we're gonna have like a secret unlockable character. Yeah, <laughs> he comes stumbling into the ring, and his stats will be way higher than regular. Oh, yeah. Reflexes zero, strength one hundred, speed one hundred, beer gut uh, one thousand. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I I don't actually know um, what Josh's plans are. He's uh he actually had a tree fall through his house the other day. So what? He's, he's, yeah, dude, that's some crazy shit. If they'd have been home, it, it, it may have taken him from us. 
Yeah, it's scary. I saw the photos. It was absolutely terrifying. I haven't seen it. That's awful, man. You know, he's, oh, yeah, the Lord, he's got his kid there too. A tree yeah. crashed right through his living room. Yeah, right where he sits. He would have been there. Yeah, I mean, if he'd have been drunk, could have fought it off. Oh but, yeah, but yeah, that tree would have been in big trouble. But yeah, he'd have been sober though. Yeah, he so I'm sure he'll be he'll be out of the loop for a while. I just hope he he get everything fixed. As far as know, they had just built that house, hadn't they? Or just remodeled and everything? Or they just got it? Something they were remodeling and something? I, I can't remember, but that's a shame. Hey, prayers up to Josh Bowling, our boy, yeah. for his uh, terrible tree tragedy. Mm-hmm. But uh, outside of that. Um, we have a uh, player who entered the chat of the Gerald bloodline. Tyler's uh, brother Isaac has now showed interest and wants to fight in May. Are you kidding wow. me? There's another one. How big is yeah. this one? You want to know his stats? Yes. Let's hear it. Let's hear the breakdown. 5'9", 166. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. Yeah, it's it looks it, when they stand beside each other, it looks like Tyler's trying to kidnap him. And that you say he's the older brother? He's the older brother. Yeah, it's fucking. Oh my nuts. gosh. <laughs> yeah, imagine having your younger brother being a fucking Tyler J. How did yeah. that happen, though? I I don't know, dude. They used all their gusto on the first one, but the thing is, <laughs> I, here's the here's the thing. Tyler's got everything. He's got the size, the speed, the strength. He's a smart cat, you know. But Isaac is absolutely unstoppable. Tyler's always said it. If you gave Isaac Tyler's body and left Tyler in his, Isaac would beat Tyler. Because so when you, Tyler what he likes for in size, he's got it in heart. Is that what you're telling us? He, he had first time I ever met him, I gave him the same Tyler Gerald treatment. Except he never stopped. I beat on this kid, and he was a kid. Um, I have a habit of this. I'm, I'm becoming a villain in my own story. Um, I beat him, beat both of his eyes shut, fucked his nose up, and then I had to deal with the wrath of Tyler Gerald's mom. So, uh -oh. one thing was proven that it was there. How long did you beat up for? What? I said, how long did you beat her up for? Oh, no, dude. That's fine. I, I wouldn't win. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's. I, I picture when I picture Tyler Gerald's mom, I picture her being way bigger than him. And I don't want you to tell me if I'm wrong, because right, that's yeah. what I'm picturing. Yeah, she's uh sixteen. I'll put it that way, Tyler. I'm not gonna say she's fat. She's not fat, but she's built. She's she's, she's a big old broad, and she knows how to wield it. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, yeah, I think that I don't know. Yeah, that's a whole. I can't really get into Tyler's family there because uh, there's some some stuff there with like the government and shit like that. So it's like when you're it's like when you're in the museum, you see those big giant switches, and you just wonder what kind of mama wields that. Yeah, it was Tyler's mom. I mean, how the fuck <laughs> beat a fucking giant? What kind of museums do you go to, Keith? <laughs> Lexington. Look at that switch, arcane. <laughs> Buddy, there's some deep the shit in the arcane museum of lexington yeah. kentucky 
<laughs> medieval history. I, 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 I Lexington. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you? <laughs> you know, it's weird. His his um his significant other, she's not tiny either. She's like six foot two. Who Tyler's? Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's, a, he's old lady. Man, can you imagine? Can you imagine kids. the giant babies they're gonna make? They already made one. He's like six one, two twenty. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Preschool. He's, a, he's, a kid. he's gonna be just as big as his mom and dad, I imagine. Yeah. The giant bread with a family of giants, because her brother's six foot six. Jeez. They're giant humans. I I'm a big guy, but I feel like I feel fucking out of place over there, bro. It's weird. I can look everybody in the eyes and shit. You're about to get into coaching peewee football wherever they live. That's what I'm saying. Win some championships. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we got James Blankenship in May for, for Chandler. Would like to see maybe if we can swing Nick Fisher for Tyler in May. Tim wants to fight anybody at this point in time. Um. I'm still out of the loop. I uh, I've got my own shit going on. I don't know if I'll box again. To be honest, I might I might do an exhibition like Floyd Mayweather, where it's just might get you, we might get you in a pugil stick fight. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely do that. Or Turkish oil wrestling. Still real. I like will a, Turkish a, oil wrestle, wrestle you anytime. Me and Joe Perry help me out, and uh, he thought I was gonna let that shit slide. You know, but uh, for May June. I don't know. Um, I've heard Tim, Tim said fight one of the fight June card. I'm sure I'll want to as well. Um, Chandler's been um, actually been wanting to do a USA boxing fight because I told him that's where the men separate from the boys. You know, the twelve ounce gloves and stuff like that. It's a it's a game changer. Yeah, so. <clears throat> I'm trying to get I'm trying to get another USA boxing card added this year. Um, I don't have any on the schedule right now, but I'm working on something for July, working on uh, August and not August, sorry, working on something for October and November. So, so wait, the, the part in Lexington, it's, 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 not, in, a cage. it's in a cage. Yeah, oh, we can't do. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. Then I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it was in a. Chandler's in. in Press that too that he that he because believe it or not Chandler is uh no we could we could always get a couple guys in the in a kickboxing match and just have a gentleman's backstage agreement no kicks <laughs> we go yeah. I mean but you know if somebody throws a kick you know it's legal yeah that was the weirdest shit ever I mean I know I know I talked to you about like the leg stuff like that and then we got there and they're like no no leg kicks it depends on the official it depends on who's there. Well, some guys, some some officials l allow elbows to the body and knees to the body in uh, amateur MMA. Some guys are like absolutely no knees or elbows. So it really depends on the official. Like it's crazy. Like it doesn't matter what the state rules say. It depends on the official. Yeah, kind of crazy. I legitimately don't understand how you can have kickboxing without low kicks, though. That's what yeah, I'm saying. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. They, well, I mean, they tried telling us that we had to go by, uh, was it American kickboxing rules for the, uh, basically full contact body. Yeah. They were, they, and they have to wear pants. They can't wear shorts. They have to, had the, had to have these little foot patties on. And it was like a bunch of crazy stuff. I'm like, these are professionals. Like, they don't need to wear foot pads and pants and, um, 
Yeah, they try to make us use American oh, kickboxing. So, well, like, no, we're using international rules here. I know it didn't affect anything in that fight, but like I have to imagine that Tyler Gerald was planning on throwing some heavy low kicks. Uh, yeah, he took my feet out from under me. He kicked me so he, we were we were messing around, and I had my head here like garden, and he kicked my hand and made it smack me in the face. Some of the most disrespectful shit anybody's ever done to me. I should have stabbed him. That's the you know the funny thing is I've sat and thought about training with you guys, you know, because I'm planning on coming down there soon. I will not let that man low kick me because I know he's going to blow my knee out if he does. Hundred percent. Yeah, he's uh, he doesn't. I'm going to tell him. I'm going to tell him straight up. Don't kick me. Just, just. just don't he'll say me. sorry. He will I'm say sorry. He's going to hurt you. Little Denzel, little Denzel Chapman, damn near blew my knee out with a low kick. So kicks well, hard. I can't imagine what uh, what Tyler would do. <laughs> Yeah, we've we've had a lot of people reach out, like a lot. And I just don't know what to fucking tell them because I'm like, you want me to schedule you guys all in one day? Bro? I just, guys, I really just hope Denzel listens to this so he can hear me say, "Little Denzel Chapman." <laughs> Little Denzel, he's about to make Elijah, his who who speaking of, you know, people blowing your knees out and saying sorry. Who are we gonna apologize to today? You know, we apologized to like ten people last episode. I'm gonna apologize to everybody for my phone being on one percent because I'm getting ready to die. All right. Yeah, it is. That's probably a good good time to end it. Um, we'll Last get, words. Have to get TJ back on here. Let's hear it. I want to hear what you've got to say. Let's hear your goodbye, your farewell. Riding bicycles is good for your health. Um, drinking kale or eating kale is bad for your health. Probably wouldn't recommend that. We're going to see everybody today, and um, it's going to be fireworks for sure. Um, I have a secret, not so secret love obsession with Elijah Thacker and, uh, um, and you will be seeing me on heathenry soon. Oh yeah. That's coming too. Yeah. If you guys want to go to check out my podcast, it's super I'm not gonna come down to Portsmouth. I'm going to get hammered drunk with you and we're going to record a show rated R. I'm going to let you embrace the heathen lifestyle. That's the plan. I hope your liver can take it. I'm not talking about it. I think that's it. All right. Taekwondo.